Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, 304 in the nation's capital and beyond. Good to have you with us. Final hour, Power Craig Hoffman, an hour away. Once again, thanks to Jay Gruden. Uh, he's got some, uh, he's got a pickup there at coach underscore Jay Gruden, at coach underscore Jay Gruden on X Twitter, whatever. For the Monday nighter tonight, Seahawks, Giants, no Saquon. Uh, in all likelihood for the Giants. See if Geno Smith can return to MetLife Stadium and play well. Kenneth Walker doing a good job. Not getting a ton of yards, but a bunch of touchdowns, uh, which helps you out in fantasy. And, of course, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, For the Seahawks, I think the Seahawks win a close one. uh, But certainly... I mean, uh, of course, a lot of it will depend on turnovers, penalties, and uh, all that stuff. Uh, And uh, Daniel Jones is going to have to play uh, really well tonight. Uh, Darren Waller, uh, Jalen Hyatt. they got to get Jalen Hyatt more involved. Anyway, that game uh, at 7.30, the coverage over on the fan uh, tonight. And, of course, the Odyssey app. All right, right back to the calls we go. Let's kick off our number three with Polly. What up, Polly? How are you? Hell to the W, man. How am I, man? That's how I am, man. Yeah. I, I ain't feeling this. I ain't feeling this day, man. Man, I'm going to start out with this, though, or, or with the last thing you was talking about. Uh-huh. I'm tired of hearing y'all complain about this defensive line. All right, all right, look, look, man. Let me ask you this, Rufio. Was the Eagles deep? How's the Eagles defensive line? They got a pretty good defensive line? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. They got a pretty good defensive yeah. line, right? Yeah. Would you say their defensive line is better than our defensive line? Uh, I would, yes. In the whole? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But you know what they – okay, so you say their defensive line is better than our defensive line, but they was blitzing left and right because that's what they do. They attack. Well, normally they right? don't – they yeah. haven't blitzed yeah. up until now no. because they got a new man, coordinator. I watch, listen, man, I watched the Eagles play. Oh, that's been a memo over the years back to Jim Johnson, man. No, they I'm I'm, ta- I'm talking about under uh, under what's his name? That's now the uh, right, Gannon. Yeah. Right, what, what I'm saying, no, Gannon is gone. Yeah, what right, I'm right. I'm is, saying they didn't blitz a lot under Gannon. They did blitz a lot, yes, you know, under Jim Johnson yes, and sir. and and other guys. Yes, yes. It ain't about this a lot. Listen, what I'm saying is they attack on defense. They don't just constantly rely on a front four to get pressure. They blitz. They blitz a lot. Jack doesn't do that. 
And that's the problem. Jack doesn't teach an attacking defense. He teaches a passive, aggressive defense. And that's the problem. That's why it's times with the, the front four is not going to always get there. But unless you got Lawrence Taylor on your team, you know what I mean, or, or maybe Michael Parsons, and he doesn't always get there neither. But your front four is not going to always just uh, uh, suffocate the offensive line. It's about scheming up a defense to attack the offense. Jack doesn't do that. Never has. And as I see it, never will. Instead, he wants to bring safety blitzes from 15 yards away. And occasionally he'll bring a blitz up the middle. Occasionally. And when he, and the funny thing about it was that was the most effective defense they played yesterday is when he did bring somebody up the middle from the linebacker position. But he wouldn't consistently go to it. But the Eagles, they just kept coming. Pause. They just kept bringing that blitz. And mostly every team we played this year just keep bringing the blitz. So it's not about the front four. Stop crying about the front four, not dominating the game. You know what they did? They contained that running game. They played a good game for the most part. All right, they got some pressure on, on, on Hurts. I didn't no, say they, they played bad. I didn't say they played no, bad. Everybody act like it's supposed to be Lawrence Taylor, uh, Derek Thomas, Warren Sapp, and, 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 and J.J. Watt. Um, uh, JJ Watt stats all across the board for us. Paulie, let me let me let me let me ask you this: Is it fair to say that against good offenses, they do not control and dominate a game? No, no, no. It's fair to say against good offenses, Jack Del Rio calls a passive aggressive defense. He plays a vanilla defense when it comes to the pass rush against good offenses. He rarely blitzes. Right? He always seems to want to run a stunt at the wrong time. And when the team gets in the second or third and long situation, he's playing soft on the back end. And he's just allowing four guys to rush. All right, let me let me so ask you this. A, let me let me, me ask you this. Yesterday, yesterday, second to last play of the game, did you did, did you know he he zero coverage, he blitzes. Did you like that? The second last play of the game, what are you talking about? Before, before the, the field, field goal. goal. We were just before talking about it with goal, Jay. Was, hold on. No, no, before the field goal, they was all laying back. He didn't bring any pressure. He played zero coverage, they, and he blitzed somebody. I uh, can't no, remember no, who no, it was. When they got the throwing in the dirt call and it pushed them out of field goal range, they lay, he played a passive-aggressive defense again, and they laid back, and they gave up 9, 10 yards and made the field goal from a 60-something-yard field goal to a 54-yard field yeah. goal. That's my whole point right there. When we play against good teams, Jack Del Rio coaches scared. Period. Ron, Ron is on some BS too. Oh, that's BS, bro. He should have went for the two. Period. I don't want to hear this tired mess. The team just scored a touchdown. The adrenaline is pumping. The Eagles deep is at the head down because they just gave up the, almost the game time or game winning points right there. Possibly game time or game winning points. They just gave up a touchdown. We had all the momentum, all the confidence. Boy. Go for it. Win the game. Paulie, I understand I, I understand oh, what you're saying. You're talking about they're tired. Let me finish. You're talking about they're tired, like my man G from the shop said. If you say your team is gas, your bright idea is to play an extra 10 minutes? Wrong. You get a five-minute break, though. Get here, you get man. a five-minute break in between regulation and I'm overtime. Gonna, call a time. If that's the case, call a time. I'll let him catch your breath. They go, they go for two points. And I'm standing, and I'm gonna stay on the fact he should have deferred. If you if you gonna play for the time regulation, uh, yeah. should have 
defer yeah, the kick. No, that's so that ridiculous. Way, that I mean, listen, you you know, you and I could have differing. Yeah, you can. You and I could have differing points of view. The the fact that you're saying that they should let the Eagles score a touchdown by deferring the question. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. No, no, no. Listen to me. You defer. This is why you defer. You didn't go for it to go for the two, right? So each team gets a possession. Right, so you say you no, not if the Eagles, not if the first team scores a touchdown, you don't get a you don't get a guaranteed possession. I got confidence. I'm gonna have confidence in my defense that we're not gonna give up a touchdown. You're you're gonna have confidence in your defense, which you just harpooned and said is a vanilla offensive defensive coordinator. And and also just said they played a good game. It wasn't like they was out there and got trashed. They played a good team. The Eagles are a good team. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I know. I'm gonna have more. Listen, listen. If I'm not gonna have confidence in my in my offense to score two points to walk off the game, how I'm gonna have confidence in my offense to have to go 75 yards to score a touchdown to walk off the game? Because at least, at least I'm a, hold on, hold on. At least I'm gonna afford myself the opportunity to match or score a tie or or score a touchdown to win. What they did is just the opposite. They gave the Eagles a strategical advantage. No, you're so trying to Eagles score a touchdown on the, the first got- possession of overtime. That's what you're trying to do. Well, if that's the case, you should have just went for two because you got the two-yard line. Holy, you Why understand, you you understand that trying to score a touchdown Listen, and put together a touchdown drive is different than your, yep. your the game coming down to one play where anything can happen. Listen, why would you try to go 75 yards because you're trying. You because you're. Let me finish. Loop your shut up. And let you talk. Let me finish. Why would you try to go seventy-five yards for a touchdown when you just said your team was gassed, right? And when you only could go, right. when you only had to go two two and a half yards for okay. a touchdown right, to I- walk off the game. All right, I love you. you. We're not going to agree on this. Bye. Love you, Paulie. But I, I mean, listen. The, the whole idea of deferring. I mean, could you imagine if Ron did that? Could you imagine if Ron did that? How? Would that play? And then the whole notion is, again, you get about four minutes or so between the end of regulation and the start of overtime. You know, you got the coin toss, you got the commercial break, what have you. You got about four, maybe five minutes I was there. I I mean, you get time to regather yourself, to rest, to get some oxygen, whatever, to get your legs back. I understand it's warm. I understand, you know, take advantage, momentum, this, that, and the other thing. One play where anything can happen versus trying to, hey, overcome a bad play, which they did and had to, right? Didn't uh, didn't Sam get, um, let me see, B-Rob, nothing. John Dotson, a five-yard gain on a crosser, third and five on the incomplete to Terry. And, you know, again, they had to overcome, they, they you know, you had to overcome no gain on first down, first and ten. That's not a bad play, but it's a nothing play. What if that happened there? Then the argument, hey, if they lined up, right, and tried to sneak Brian Robinson in, why are you running against the Eagles? Jordan Davis, this, that, the other. I mean, you can't make anybody happy. And I, I get the passion. I want the opinions. But, like, we got to stop the notion of blaming coaches for everything and actually also point the finger at the players, the ones that actually control things. One thing I will say in regards to the, oh, well, you can't be running it. At that game, 
Brian Robinson averaged 3.21 yards per carry. Sam Howell was 6.67 yards and Gibson was 3.17. So in a situation where it's like, oh, we just need to get it. You have averaged getting that play throughout the course of the game. So that's a situation where based off the metrics, you run the ball, you get the two points, you end the game. But I just told you what happened on the first. Now, again, it's a different sequence. Well, but you're, first you're play arguing, of overtime, You're nothing. arguing against the metrics. I'm saying, well, the metrics, if you look at it, are actually right. pointing that you statistically have okay. maintained the ratio to be able to get this. This should be a lock based off of how you are performing to this point. But we It's kn- never a lock. But we know, but. It, right, again, we know it's not a lock. And, and not only is it not a Yaroslav lock, it's... A low percentage risk. That's what it is. I would it's also a risk argue, though, and a gamble that is low percentage. I would argue, though, that you just made the argument anything can happen on the single play. Yes, correct. However, the only reason that we didn't continue our drive is because Terry McLaurin stepped on a dude's arm and not on the grass. Otherwise, that on would have been on the drive in overtime. On right. the drive in overtime. Yeah. So anything can happen well, at any that. point. I understand. It's, in my book, you're trying to string together though more than one play to get into at least field goal territory and obviously score if you but can, I guess, and score a touchdown if you can. I guess the thought is on one side you string together more than one play and you've had some success in moving the ball and so you have momentum. On the other side, you just have to finish the momentum that you just did because you just ran down the field. Everyone's gassed. You just need to close it out, right. and that's where it's like I understand. Both sides, and I really do think yesterday Ron was in a damned if you do, damned if you don't, and it just so happened that with him going for the overtime, everything kind of fell his way in order to prove that he was right, and then because of an arm, we ended up having to well, punt the ball. Yeah, and- but but also keep in mind, one one last point on this, also keep in mind that this, that, that series, that, ga- that game-tying series started with a seven-yard loss on a sack, yep. one. Two, they had to convert a third and seven to per. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, third and seventeen. They didn't convert it, but they got fifteen to Percy uh, Byron Pringle. I always want to call him Percy Pringle, uh, ex wrestling manager. Uh, third and seventeen, and then fourth and two to Diami. Two guys that you know they don't use a whole lot of, and they got sixteen. Right there was there was a lot of lifelines, if you will that were already used on that drive, including the second-to-last play of the game, where he has five seconds, and he grounds one basically in front of Logan Thomas right at the one-yard line, where, honestly, like, A, good job by Sam Howell getting rid of it. B, (coughs) excuse me, think about this. What if Logan Thomas catches that? Oh, that's game. That's it. Game's over. And then everybody's screaming and going bananas that how could they throw it short? Right? Think about that. That razor-thin margin. And there was one second left on the clock. Razor-thin margins in these games. Razor-thin. All right, we got to take a timeout. Then we'll get Sean. Sabah. Uh, Sanchez is with us. Oh. Oh. Mr. Soundbite. Mr. Go for two! Go for two! Go for two! Just go for two! Give E.B. a shot! Go, Give go, me just go for it! My guy Sanchez. <laughs> Telly in D.C. as well. We'll get to all of you after uh, this quick timeout. Right here, Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey. Hello, I'll take the extra point then.
Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Alright, it is a misery Motown Monday right here in the nation's capital and beyond. Right back to the calls we go. Let's get Sean in Connecticut first up here, and then Dr. Sabalbi after that. What up, Sean? How are you, pal? Uh I'm okay, Chris. It it's it's I, I don't like like I, I thought Sam Howell put it perfectly. I loved when what he said, I think it was the last or maybe not the last thing, but one of the things he said in the post game was that like I'm supposed to win the game. Like I, I don't believe in moral victories, and I, 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 I was so happy when I uh, heard him say that because for we all know Ron talks way too much, and I feel like sometimes, though he is, he did show a little frustration. I just feel like sometimes he's, he's just like it. it I think just the bar isn't set high enough. That's mm-hmm. what I think because it's year four of Ron Rivera. Maybe in year two, a, a game like this is like okay, we're making progress, but year four. This is a game that you win right. to show progress. But remember, Sean, like, Ron's got to come up with stuff to defend himself and to defend yeah, his yeah, team. Yeah. So he's going to sit here and say, "Ah, they, they they won't mind this." Hey, guys, we're in year one. You know, and I did mention this to Linnell last week. They are in year one, even though they're in year four with the enemy yeah. and Howell and so on and so forth. And whether that's an excuse or not, and I said that before Ron even said what he said on Friday, right? I said that on Thursday. So. Like, clearly, my thought process is I already know which way Ron is is going to defend and and, and lean. Um, But we as fans and followers of this team just expect a little bit more, like you said, kind of not only just to compete, but you got to win these games. You got to win these games. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you 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 definitely have a point there. You say it's year one. But I, I agree with that. But at the same time, the team, the side of the ball that's in year one, was a lot better than the side of the ball on on year four. So that that's 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 where I I I don't know. Like you said, it just doesn't. And I know like they're good offense for good offenses for a reason. But I would hope 
that this defense could play good against one good offense at least one single time. Like it, it's just it, it's really frustrating. Yeah. And then another thing that really stuck out to me was I thought we lost the game when we were driving with about two or three minutes left. I mean, I I I just looked at the play by play. I think we got we started on the seven and we got two first downs or something, and then Wiley let up a sack and a false start back to back. And I, I honestly think on that sack that Wiley sack Hassan Reddick got a a piece of gum on the ground would have slowed down Hassan Reddick longer than Andrew Wiley did. I, I I think the fact that they let him wear number seventy one. I know that's not retired, but as you know from the picture on my Twitter, I Trent Williams is one of my favorite yeah. NFL and Washington players of all time. I have the most utmost respect for him on the field and off the field. And I, I, I just think I, it, it's not that big of a deal. It's not what should be talking about. But it really just it really personally bothers me that someone like Andrew Wiley is allowed to wear number seventy one because <laughs> I know he's not a left tackle. I thought Leno. I thought the left side played pretty well. Um, I thought Cosme. Well, actually, on that one, on that one sack, if I'm remembering it correctly, there was in my notes I had Reddick running around Leno on that play, but I don't think that's right. But somebody did go around Leno, and I thought both of them, both Leno and Wiley, gave up that sack, uh, or at least gave up significant pressure. I think the one you're talking about, I think wasn't that. I I think I I think I know what you're talking about, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but I, I was. I, I feel like I can kind of vividly remember. Yeah, listen, here, here's what here's what you're not wrong about. Andrew Wiley has 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 been largely awful in pass protection. He hasn't yes. been as bad in run blocking, but he's been largely awful in pass protection. He gave up like seven or eight pressures, according to PFF, including the sack uh, yesterday. Yeah. Now, uh, again, it's got to get better. It it just has to get better. It's really, really, really not good at this point. Uh, it just has to get better, period. And, yep. boy, and you know, I, and, and that one I can't put all on Ron. You know, Ron's the GM, and Ron ultimately signs off on everything. But you'd have to believe that Eric Bieniemy had a large, large input in terms of bringing in Andrew Wiley here. Yeah. Um, I have one last thing before I let you go, Chris. I, I thought – I know the arm came down and, like, he didn't get – he wasn't called in. But that that throw fading back by Sam to hit Terry, I know he was like it was super close. But that was a beautiful throw. Oh, it was like, a great I, throw. I think like yeah. people, I think like people aren't going to give him the credit he deserves for that throw because it was ruled incomplete. Right. But we, I, that was an absolutely beautiful throw. I agree. Right, I, I'm Chris. I'm right with you. One. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm right with you. I mean, uh, again, that's why I said before Sam's game tying touchdown. And, and and obviously before that throw, Sam Howell is more than uh, again. You should make one game referendums, and he could come out and crap his pants on Thursday night against a bad defense in a big spot, and we'll have a very different opinion on Friday. But Sam played as good as you could possibly ask yesterday. I mean, you just like I, you could always ask for more. But realistically, against that defense, you can't ask for much more. Realistically. Let's go to Dr. Sabah. What's up, Sabah? Hey there, Chris. Hold on, let me get you off my speakerphone. Oh, man, I tell you, a lot of conversation today. I was like, my brain is all crazy now. I'm like, mm. what do I want to say now? I don't know. So, I mean, I'm agreeing with people, and I'm disagreeing with some. So, 
I will just start from the beginning, as we say, de novo style. Um, I want to give out some grades first. I think Sam Howell was an A plus, and I give Eric Bienemy an A. And the only reason why I give an A, not a plus, was because of the two-point conversion. I agreed at the time to not go for it, only because I was like, what player are you going to run? I didn't feel like we had any good short yards. That um, direct snap to Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you uh, weren't going to run that for a third third time in the game. Well, That's for I'm darn saying, sure. That didn't even work yeah. on fourth and one or fourth and inches yeah, because yeah. Uh, Sam Howell had to push Logan Thompson's push over. Yeah. If you notice on the replay, it was yeah. Sam pushing him. Yeah. So I was not confident at all. So I was like, please don't go for it. Because I, I, I did not I felt like we had a ten percent chance of getting it. I was not confident in the play. Now, um, obviously the Terry, you know, uh not the foot getting I thought he was in. And I thought Terry had an A game. I mean, he was fired up. And um I love the way they ran the offense. I like the more quick hitters. Um, I know we took some sacks, but it didn't seem nearly as bad as obviously Buffalo. The defense, as usual, disappoints. I've never, ever trusted this defense. And I think I've told you this. I've told Kevin. I've told whoever's listen. Kevin keeps call, calling it elite. There's nothing elite about this defense. Yeah. Chase Young made one sack, and he was done for the day. Yeah, I don't he know. I, yeah, I've his- never understood the elite part of this. I, I've never understood it at all. I, and that's no, why you've never me. heard it from me. I mean, good? Yes. No. Elite? No, way different. And they, they, they punk? Bad quarterbacks. That's what they do. Yeah. But when someone's decent and what matters most, they never show up. And um, let me just refresh I mean, my they, memory. I mean, I in fairness, sure they did they did yeah. play well against Hurts and the Eagles in that Monday night win last year. They did play well. Yeah, but let's be honest. If 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 uh, Taylor Heineke doesn't fake that guy out I to get him to do a a penalty, do you think for one second if the defense was on the field last, we would have won the game? I know. See, that's what Taylor knew. See, Sam doesn't have that gene quite yet. He knows, I can't have the defense on the field last because I will lose every game, just like we did Minnesota last year, just like we did against the Giants, but the bad call hurt us then. You know, you cannot trust this defense. They gave up, what, 98-yard um, drive to uh, Daniel Jones last year when it mattered most. But no one wanted to blame them because they're all the stars. They're the first-round draft picks. They're the guys making the cash, whatever. I think they're way overrated, and I'm just tired of people saying they're good. They're average. And so we need to win on offense. So I was proud of our offense. Now, on that third and 17, please remind me, that was the overtime where they got into field goal range, correct? Uh, the you mean the Eagles? Defense? Yeah, that was third and mm-hmm. seventeen. Yeah, and 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 I wa- I went back and I watched it. They double blitzed yeah. up the middle. I mean, that I was that. not well, a that right. that was a soft defensive concept on the back end. Meaning we're right. going to be aggressive by trying to get and generate pressure up the middle on either side of the a gap, right. but we're going to have our yeah. guys play fifteen yards back because what you're trying to do is stop the first down. You're 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 no. exchanging seven or eight yards no, for fourteen or fifteen. That's what you're trying this to do. This is where I disagree with the defense. If it's if, if a field goal wins it, then your job is to stop them getting into field goal range. You don't care if they right. throw a bomb but, and make but, a touchdown. But even with nine, like here's how they were thinking. Even with nine, right. they were still at a 54-yard yeah. field goal. So they were willing so to say, okay. Huh? That guy kicks really I good. I know, I know, but you really can't. But you can't stop everything because if you playing, if you're crowding the line of scrimmage and double fire blitzing, you're gonna get burnt because they've been burning you all day. I mean, again, well, again, I, listen. If you're going to beat a bully, you don't just punch him with one hand. You double punch. Okay. 
Y'all right. just punch and leave your face exposed for them to punch back. Okay. All you right. double punch and hope they don't get up off the ground. Okay. We should win all in because guess what? The worst thing that could happen. They scored touchdowns. So okay. what? Seven wins it just like three. Yeah. That's uh, why I didn't understand that. All right. I love you. We'll talk about Taylor Heineke uh, right. p- potentially playing in a week and a half uh, for the Falcons. Yeah, Ritter uh, get- sucked. <laughs> I knew I knew that would get your goat. Appreciate you, Dr. Sabah. Uh, all right, final phone calls all to come. Dumb Dumb of the Day and more. Uh, we'll get to George. We'll get to Sanchez. We'll get to Cliff. Uh, we'll get to Telly. We'll get to all of you. But first, a trending alert. All right, Monday night football and NFC East team involved over on the fan tonight. Giants one and two, likely no Saquon Barkley against the Seattle Seahawks two and one. Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, the third. Eight fifteen, the kickoff from MetLife Stadium. Meanwhile, from college basketball, remember the scary incident that happened with Bronny James uh, when working out at USC earlier in July. Well, LeBron James, his dad. Uh, telling the media at Lakers Media Day that his son indeed will uh, return to court, uh, the court and play for USC uh, in college hoops. Timeline not exactly known, but he is doing well after surgery, and that's what's trending. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, back to the phone calls in just a sec. The DOC, Rick Doc Walker, will join me tomorrow starting at 1 o'clock. We'll get Rick's perspective. Sounds weird to call him Rick. I was about to say, that's that's, that's gross. Don't do that. I mean, but I had just said Rick Doc Walker, and that was just on my mind. Doc's perspective for three hours tomorrow. Canine alert. 
get out here. Uh, according to Ref the District, at Ref the District, not familiar with their work, but uh, they tagged uh, the junkies. So uh, I just it came across my timeline. So I give them credit. Uh, Jack Del Rio's defense in Washington. I just put it up on my Twitter as well. Um, 2020 games one through four, 28 points per game. Games one, uh, five through 16, 18.1 points per game. Uh, 2021 games one through four, 30.5 points per game. Games five through 17, 24 points per game. Still not great, but uh, certainly better. Game uh, 2022 games one through four, 26.8 points per game. Games five through seven, 18.2 points per game. 2023 here, games one through four, 30 points per game. And we'll see. I mean, clearly defenses get better. Teams get better as you go along, practice more, play more, all that. Even with injuries, even with your body wearing down. Again, it's part of the problem in today's NFL when nobody's playing in preseason. It's hard to get ready for these games and to play them at a high level. You have individual moments, but it's hard. It's hard. All right, let's get back to uh, the calls. Let's go to... Uh, let's go to Sanchez. Go for two. Just go, go for two. two. Give go me, me two. a shot. Go, go. Just go for it. Yeah. What that guy said. What that guy said. I, I, I trust, I I saw, trust his thoughts. I saw that this morning, and I was just howling. Not Sam howling. Yeah, I was just howling. Chris, I'm going to tell you something, bro. That was uh, – that's me in the moment. That's me every Sunday. Like, I, I was telling – Somebody at work, I said, it takes me a day to get my voice back, so mm. I'm excited. But here, I'll give you another fun fact. For the first time in Ron Rivera's uh, history, we scored 30 points and lost the game yesterday. They were 5-0 mm. and 0 up, until, mm. uh, yes, uh, up until yesterday. Uh, interesting. I didn't think about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, well, um, well, he, well. Here's the right, and and now here's the interesting thing that that's two out of four games in which they've scored thirty plus points, and now they are one and one, yeah. but they could have quite honestly been zero oh and two if you know the cookie mm-hmm. you know crumbled a, a, a different way in Denver. Um, you know, so again, just scoring thirty points doesn't guarantee anything when your defense is leaking oil like it is. Now, I do think I don't know about you, I do think they will be better, and I think they'll be better on the back end. The question for me will, will will come, you know, is is Derek Forrest and Emmanuel Forbes, two guys uh, who again have been struggling uh, here, will they will they get a lot better or just moderately better? And how much of a difference will it make when you're going against Tuatunga Vailoa early December? Um, you know, um, uh, Jalen Hurts again in a couple of weeks. Um, when they're going against Brock Purdy and, and Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers in late, you know, December, that type of thing, you know? Right. And, you know, Ron, they draft late bloomers too, Chris, because we've seen it before. Like Derek Forrest, that first year, we didn't think he was going to be that guy to take a full starting role last year, and mm-hmm. he did. So hopefully mm-hmm. he can work his way out of that. I like the way Forrest battled, even though he got burnt, burnt toasted coffee time all, all along, but he does need help there. I, I'm not panicking. It stung yesterday. Uh, I'm not calling for the ship. And then, you know, I, I'm praying for you, Shin, and anybody else Paulie comes and calls to with that. Uh, we should have kicked the ball to um, to Philadelphia because I sat there on the hotline with him, and I'm like, Paulie, that is the most insane thing I have ever heard in my life. Please, please stop drinking and driving because you know yeah. you drive for a living. So could you, you could you imagine how Ron would be skewered 
I mean, just absolutely baked. Chris, and, you wouldn't be able to play my video because oh, I would have been cussing. It would have yeah. been bleep this, bleep yeah. that, that bleeper. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> but on the Chicago, man, it's a short week. But I appreciate you guys, and I had a good laugh this morning. <laughs> Love you, Sanchez. Appreciate you, and thanks Love for the drop. Uh, we're just going to keep playing that if that's okay with you. Uh, we didn't ask your your permission earlier uh, uh, when we started the show with it, but we're just going to keep playing it. He doesn't seem to mind. He doesn't seem to mind. All right, thanks, Sanchez. Uh, let's get to Telly in D.C. What up, Tell? How are you? Hell to the Redskins. Chris Hustle, what's poppin'? My man? guy. My guy. What's up, Telly? Hey, man, you know, um, it's it, it, almost like, uh, deja vu, you know what I mean? Like, okay, they went out, they put up 30, you know, offense, like they was moving the ball. But when it came down to it, um, we, we was missing that, that element, man. Maybe you would have went for it on, you know, that two-point conversion. But, again, I'm not even confident on the play that they would have called to make that two-point conversion. Now, possibly, if, if if they would have had more of a running running attack, mm-hmm. then that that could have that could have been your your option to either do a play action out of the pistol or right. the center, or and, or spread or spread in, them but, up and try and hit it, um, you know, from a spread formation, you know, a two by two or whatever. Um, right. You, you know, but that would but also. I, I, Maybe be a telltale sign of Philadelphia. I mean, you just never know how these things are going to work out. You can have the greatest design in the world, but you don't execute. The design doesn't mean anything, Telly, you know? Yeah, well, you know, but scheme does. Scheme does. And, 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 and of course, on a two-yard line, I, I would have had, you know, I have confidence to know that they would probably line, line my man up in the shotgun and, and try to do a draw play, and he would have got stuffed. Mm-hmm. But on, on my defense, you know what I mean. I, I don't know why people think that the front four is supposed to be the all be all. Nah, not at all, man. That's why I always I'm calling for that third linebacker, and we don't see it in the game, man. They they stand and then you have Chase. You know he go he go he go left, and the guy the other dude he don't plan his part. Then you got the running back running through the through the gap. But who's filling the gap? You don't have nobody in the gap control. All you got to do is run to the weak side. That's why you. That's why you missing that third element, that third linebacker, man. And, 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 and if you blitz using your linebackers, you don't have to sacrifice your safeties and, and your corners when you blitz. You can mix it up, but you you you, you you're hurting yourself by playing this two linebacker role because now they, they now they playing double double duty, trying to trying to. Cover the field. Yeah, but but but, but here, but here's the thing, Tell. Just to just to you know, uh, again, counter that is they've obviously overinvested in their defensive line and still not getting exactly the results that you would ideally want, as we've talked about. They've now overinvested or invested heavily in their secondary. You can't overinvest or invest. In every area, what I'm most disappointed about is that a guy like Nicholas Morrow, who had three sacks, a forced fumble, and 12 tackles yesterday, Jack had him as a rookie in Oakland. They know the player. They need help at linebacker. He's been available 10,000 times over the last two years. 
The Eagles swept them up, and he killed them yesterday, and nobody exactly. seems to care. Exactly. I can't, but I'm like, yo, and, and you still got linebackers on, on the squad. Yeah. And you don't even have to over-invest, but they're on the squad. You got two defensive coaches. Man, make it work. Make it happen, though. Like, what are they doing? And we won't blame, we won't blame the front four. I don't care what front four you have, and they're not going to do it all. And not do it all, especially against that that offensive line. When we come to elite, elite offensive line, man, they're not going to run home. Man, they was giving up nice pressure. They was giving up hits and all right. that. But right. when containment is broke down, where's my linebackers at, man? Right. Well, no, I, I got you. Thank you, Tilly. Appreciate you. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see here, George and Frederick uh, is next up. What up, George? How are you? Hey, hey. How are you? Uh, Good, George. Listen, uh, I'll just uh, I'll just say a couple of things. Um, we were drafted to Chris Rodriguez, and we were told that this guy is like, you know, he's always moving the pile backwards, and we have yet to use him in any kind of short yardage situation well yeah and yesterday he, he was put, sick so that's why he didn't he, he didn't play um but and they did but, use him on the first previous. series of the year but really since then they haven't used him at all right and you know eagles defense is pretty sharp so when you line logan thomas up for a second time behind center i think they're going to figure that out pretty quickly they may have been a fool the first time but they didn't but they but they got it the second time so i can't believe we pulled that play out of, out of the bag again in a really critical situation at the goal line. Um, um, and the other thing is that, and this is, you know, every fan's going to say this, and this is an ignorant comment, but really, is Wiley the best we have? There's nobody on the bench or on the practice squad better than Wiley. Well, Cornelius Lucas is there. That's your next obvious answer. Um, you know, I, I don't think Cornelius Lucas is that much better, but he's certainly got to be better at this point than Wiley because we've seen him around here. Uh, and we know he's not right. great. He's, he's okay at best. But, you know, that that's your answer. And, and maybe after an, another bad performance on Thursday night, you know, with maybe they'll do that. Uh, they don't seem to be in that much of a hurry. But, um, you know, uh, Wiley was really good in the playoffs for the Chiefs. He he was not great during the regular season, and he's been awful since coming here. I I don't understand why he has struggled so much, but I appreciate uh, the phone call. Let's get uh, one or uh, let's get um, uh, let's get AP in here uh, as quickly as we can. What up, AP? Finally, Chris Rooster, acknowledge me. I acknowledge you. Hey. So, first things first. Devon! When is Linnell Willingham going through a table? <laughs> well, I mean, he's come up with every excuse in the book, like his knee hurts, his ass yeah. hurts. You know, uh, he's like that guy that owes somebody money. Yeah, he better yeah, stop with the excuses yeah. and pay up. Yeah, we we we've got we we've got to hammer it down. But you know, maybe we're waiting for uh, you know, like next week we won't have as much going on because they'll have played on Thursday night. So maybe like next week would be ideal. If I can get through, I'm going to remind whether he's on air with you, listening, what have you. I hope he's listening now because I ain't forgot. 
I'm still waiting to oh. see this, hear this. Oh, trust me, nobody nobody has forgotten. Forgot. Nobody has forgotten. Trust okay. me. Hey, hey, but real quick, you know, because I I was kind of, you know, on both sides of the fence as far as the whole two point conversion thing. You know, I was like, in that situation, the way the way the game was going, I was like, let's just get the points. You know, let's kick the uh, extra point, and you know, let's let's live to fight another day mm-hmm. in overtime. But then in hindsight, as they say, you know, shout out to Steve Spurrier. You know, I'm thinking, like, if you got a bona fide, you know, foolproof play that with proper execution can get us those two points, then I'm I'm saying go for it all day. But I feel like we don't have it. And I feel like with, you know, EB still finding his way, still trying to, you know, mesh well with mm-hmm. Sam Howell. And, I mean, this game showed that they're starting to mesh. Yeah. And hopefully we can keep up the good work. Well, that's what I'm saying, A.B. I mean, even if you have the greatest that. design in the world, it doesn't mean you're going to execute exactly. it well. You know? Exactly. So. It's a pressure situation. You know, we we, we we clawed back in the game. One second left. The pressure's on. I was surprised we got that because I'm like, when has that ever gone well for us? Right, where, but that you know, wasn't. But like but that, one one thing on that, that's not by design. That's by necessity. You have no choice. Ron did have a choice right, following right. the touchdown. You know, so that that that's the difference. AP, I, I got to jump in here. I appreciate you. Uh, we got to uh, run, Matt. Uh, one more or no? Uh, okay. Uh, sorry to everybody on hold that we didn't get to. Uh, you know, we're here Monday through Friday, one to four. We will get to you uh, tomorrow. Doc will be in studio with us for the full boat. So all you canines come aboard uh, right here on the Team Nine Eighty. Back in a flash to wrap it up. Dum dum of the day. A swift punishment, huh? Maybe. We'll see. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. 
That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Who saw Taylor Swift on NBC last night? Anyone? Anyone? Maybe one of the 385 camera shots? Ah, man. Listen, I like Taylor Swift. I've liked her for a long time. I think, you know, I'm a country music. I like her. I've got nothing against her. This is an assault on the media. Please stop. Please stop those of you national beat reporters trying to get clicks from the Swifties by covering everything that's going on here. All she's doing is dating a dude. That's it. Unless you think there's some other ulterior motive, that's all she's doing. But let's fire the... I want to think about my words here. Let's fire a criticism at the National Football League. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. All right, so you know that she has been going to games here to support her new beau, her new man. So apparently the NFL last night on Instagram and social media After the Chiefs beat the Jets 23-20, she, or they tagged the Chiefs at Chiefs, are now 2-0 with Taylor Swift 13 in attendance, the NFL said on X, right? Uh, So apparently what happened was they had to take that down. Uh, According to the story that I'm reading through the Washington Post and the New York, uh, and and, uh, the Washington Post and the New York Post, Uh, because they tagged the wrong account. They tagged the next-gen stats account, okay, instead of tagging Taylor Swift's account. So somehow, they, in their eagerness, in their absolute blowhardness to celebrate everything Taylor and the impact that she's made in the Swifties, they tagged the wrong account. And I may be taking crazy pills. Yes, you are. And they tagged the Next Gen Stats account on their social media, which goes to millions of people. People, if we're going to slobber all over this story and be incessant about it, can we get it right? Can we get it right if you're the league? No, of course not, because it's all stupid. She's dating a guy. That's it. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story. We don't need 400 different references and camera shots. Please leave us alone. Those of us that just want to watch football. It's hard enough. Please leave us alone. Thank you very much. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Next gen stats for Taylor Swift. Everybody knows it's at Taylor Swift 13, baby. And I'm not even a Swifty. 
All right, that's going to do it for us. Coming up, Craig Hoffman will take you home. Thanks to Jay Gruden. He was great. If you missed it, podcast available right after the show at theteam980.com and on the Odyssey app. Matt does a great job with that. Thanks to Matty Heiss on the other side. And you guys on the calls, Doc Walker with us tomorrow. We'll see you at 1 o'clock. Adios. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.